Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and the challenges of activation. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. Do you have questions you'd like to ask someone knowledgeable about ADHD? Chad's National Resource Center Helpline is the only place where you can receive an individualized response from a health information specialist on the full range of issues concerning ADHD. Our English and Spanish-speaking specialists are available Monday through Friday from 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time at 866-200-8098. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, tonight, uh, everybody, we have a little bit of, kind of a special edition of Attention Talk Radio. Over the years, I've had the pleasure of working with David Greenwood. He is a, a podcaster himself uh, and has a great podcast called Overcoming Distractions at that URL. David has invited me several times onto his podcast to talk about various topics, and recently we got into uh, activation. And when you're dealing with a thought leader and somebody else who's really good at questions and fortunate as I have been to have interviewed some foremost experts in the world on ADHD, sometimes you just get together with some people and you just click. And and I just just acknowledge David for his ability to ask questions, engage in conversation. And so when the interview was done for his podcast, I was like, wow, that was really pretty cool. It's the type of thing that you couldn't really replicate uh, if you tried. Um, and he lent so much to the conversation that I was like, this is great content. And I was like, you know, if you don't mind, I'd like to release it to our listeners. And, you know, some people are somewhat protective of content, but he was happy to do that. And so tonight's show is basically the, the interview that, that he had, and I, uh, interview, I don't even know what's interview, the discussion that we had back and forth about the challenges of activation, um, in the world, we talk a lot about outcome, 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 but the issue is how do you actually get there? So it's like 
you're at point A and you want to get to point B. Everybody focuses on point B, but the question is, is how do you get from there? Is it a straight path? Is it a, a, a linear path? Is it all over the place or whatever? So real quickly, I, I wanted to acknowledge David again, and David's a writer and book author. He serves as a high-profile public relations role for many years and one of the most recognized brands in the world. He's been in front of more TV cameras than many in the industry and helped get uh, – uh, clients' attention for local newspapers and national television spots as the public relations industry has changed drastically over the past decade. He now focuses on helping clients navigate the digital world of public relations through writing and content creation. His book, Overcoming Distractions, profiled many successful entrepreneurs around the country who just happen to have ADHD. It allows him to grow his own personal audience and make connections around the country and be known as a thought leader in the world of adult ADHD and entrepreneurs. And um, while this is happening too, it's not public yet. He's working on a book uh, related to burnout. We've already had a conversation about uh, doing an interview around that when the book is kind of complete. So we'll be anxious to share that with you. So Really what we're going to do is we're going to air uh, the interview I did with him. Uh, we'll have to cut a couple places for our commercial breaks, but we're going to roll the tape. I really hope you enjoy the content as much as I enjoyed having the conversation. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome to 2022. It's Overcoming Distractions. It is Dave, and hopefully this year is going to be awesome. We did say that last January, and I don't know if it was awesome for you or or it was trying, but um, we're off to another year. So so welcome back, and you can welcome me back, because I've actually taken six weeks off. I'm working on my new book, and we're going to be chatting about that in the next couple of weeks. So uh, I won't do any spoilers just yet, but if you're tired and exhausted and need a change, then this new book coming out soon is going to be just for you. But for now, this is a perfect time to talk about getting stuff done. And we have the one and only Jeff Copper from Dig Coaching back to help us through that. So welcome, sir. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Always love coming on and having a conversation with you. It's always fascinating to me. See, that's what we do. We sit here and people feel like they're having a beer with us, right? So, yep. I mean, that's what I want. So, and, hope, <laughs> and hopefully people, or if beer's not your thing, then, you know, your afternoon coffee or, or your protein shake or whatever. But anyhow, we are going to get right into it because I think, and I've experienced this myself, is that our ADHD brains are really good at creativity. We're really good at idea generation. We're really good at all that stuff. And we might actually have laid out kind of a new project to do or something that needs to be done around the house, like cleaning the house. And then we just can't activate, right? So we're mm -hmm. going to talk about that. So I know you did a, a short video on this a couple weeks back and you can check out uh, Jeff's YouTube channel. I'll have the link. Um, but why do those of us with ADHD brains have challenges actually activating a plan? Uh, because ADHD is an executive function impairment. Thinking inside your head is an impairment and it's hard. So they just escape. They don't actually think about what it is to activate. And so they use a lot of emotions and the Nike just do it. So they show up and they just haven't thought through 
what needs to be done to actually get it done. Or emotionally, they're in denial of the fact that ADHD is an executive functioning impairment, and they don't want to accept the challenges associated with it. So that's the, that's the simple answer. Um, but think about activation is actually, that's actually to kind of go through and do it. It's a process. Um, in the world, we talk a lot about goals and plans. And I like to talk about people, like when people come to me with coaching, they've, they've got goals that they want to achieve and they want to make plans. And quite frankly, David, I could care less about that. <clears throat> you know, if you want to run a marathon, once you've crossed the finish line, that's you've achieved your goal. And the plan might be, I need to run every day in order to be in shape to do that. Like I said, I don't care about any of those things. My job is to get you out of the house to go run. Can't mm -hmm. do that, then you're not actually going to execute the plan. And so a lot of people with ADHD, they, they don't think through this. And so one of the things that I like to describe is that there's a huge correlation between clarity and motivation. Mm -hmm. People think I need to get motivation. If it's not boring, usually if you have clarity, you have motivation. Conversely, there's a huge relationship between uncertainty and avoidance. So I bring down a lot of activation really comes down to thinking through, having clarity on what to do, and also thinking through and have clarity based off of your ADHD. So I'm going to start giving some examples and go in and out of some things. I, years ago, wanted to learn how to play the guitar. Now, in order for me to activate on that, I have a, a reward-stimulus-driven brain. And the characteristics of learning how to play the guitar, of putting your fingers on the strings and doing scales or things that are very, very boring, methodical, well, that's just not going to work for me. So what I had to do is I had to play around with some stuff to figure out what kind of environment would satisfy me enough where I got the stimulation, but at the same time play. So I started playing, um, I didn't, I, I basically started learning chords from a book by listening to Jimmy Buffett songs, really mm -hmm. basic type stuff and trying to play along with the song. Mm -hmm. Now, in that moment, it was fun kind of pretending that I was him and every once in a while I would actually sound like it. I like the music, but that was an environment that was conducive for me to sit down and do it. So I had a, a friend that showed me a couple chords and he helped me find a couple of basic songs but I had to create that environment. I had to think through what it would be for me in order to do that, in order to make that happen. So there's a thinking process and an acceptance of who I am. Okay. You and I did a show at one point in time about uh, working memory. Yeah. And I tried to illustrate that working memory is impaired. And if I asked you to like, this is a common thing. Somebody will come to me and I'll say, okay, tell you what, calculate three to the power of five and they go, Oh shit. And, and they, and then they, they, they have an attempt to do it. And if you think about it, when you go three times three times three, you're calculating, most people lose track of the number of threes. Well, understand you're using working memory. You're thinking inside your head to do that. The Holy shit is the emotional reaction to escape the thinking. It's an emotional reaction emotional self-regulation and executive functioning to escape the thinking part. So when people with ADHD sit down and think, oh, I got to write this book, if you will, I'm just making it up. 
I'm going to schedule it for Thursday. They show up on Thursday and they haven't really thought through writing a book. They haven't thought through really what they want to do. And what I find often is they lack clarity on really what they're going to do and where they're going to do it, et cetera. And then task Darwinism takes place because they'll start to do unimportant tasks that they have clarity on and they'll get that done as a means to get it done. So going back to the activation side is often people with ADHD, they don't think, well, what is this? What do I need to do and how do I need to do it? And one of the things that I have said in, in our podcast on working memory is that people with ADHD have a thinking impairment and often what they need to do is they need to think outside their head, which means they need to collaborate, they need to talk out loud. And a lot of times people with ADHD struggle with activation because they sit down to go do something. Number one, it's not in a fun environment, which is against their ADHD. Two, they don't have clarity and they don't have anybody that they can talk to to work their way through that clarity in order to get it done. Yeah. And so yeah. this is a, I'm a little bit all over the place and I'll try to bring this together in some simplistic terms is basically they're trying to sit and think inside their head to gain clarity inside their head, inside their head, thinking inside their head is impaired. And rather than think outside their head and collaborate with somebody, they just sit there and it's so hard. They escape. That's the, Oh shit. Right. So at the end of the day, just kind of sit down and go, okay, I need to get this project done. I need to write a book. What I need to, I need to know what's about. I need to put myself in a conducive location without distractions, et cetera. That's the thinking through part of activation. Just before you and I got on this program, you talked about writing the book, how you're going to sequester yourself to a hotel to remove yourself, to put yourself in that environment with the tools that you need you've actually thought through the elements in the environment that you need to build in, in order to activate. That thinking through what they need to get done, that's the part with peop that people don't do and they just escape it. Um, I think, I, I think for sense. me is that um, I know my working style. I know what it takes to get things done. I know how to, well, let's, I know the potential distractions in my world. Can, can um, I rephrase what you're saying? You yeah. have the self-awareness, all right, to know what you need and what you don't need. Make some sense? Self-awareness is an executive function. Yeah. But, but you're aware of it. And so you're able to design the environment that's conducive for you to activate. I'm also aware that there are 25 things I could be doing around the house that will get me up and down from my office chair. I recognize that it's football season and there's games on at one and four 30 and eight 15. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and the, and I have, and I don't think this is what well, you brought it up with the guitar kind of, but I have tried very hard with that self-discipline in order for me to be able to activate a plan. I have a book plan. I have chapters laid out and they have evolved over time, which any author is going to tell you is going to happen. But I know from experience that there are certain things that are going to get in my way that are going to take my plan and turn it into a car accident. Uh-huh. And that's self-awareness. Yeah. It's self-awareness and you're problem solving for that. 
Yeah. And it's even gets down to, and I know we could go in a million directions, but you know, I do this with my weekly calendar and outlook. I know yep. that there are, there are certain days that I should not bother trying to get certain things done because I don't have enough runway, so to speak. Uh-huh. Okay. So in, in, in the way I activate plans, I take a very hard look at the commitments I have, because if there's something that's going to get in the way of activating a certain project, it's going to not get done. Mm -hmm. So I don't coach on Fridays. This is actually being taped on a Friday because that's my day for project work Mm -hmm. and this stuff. Uninterrupted time where I don't have the distractions so that I, I, I have... Number one, I'm thinking through the plan of what I need in order to activate and build in the environment. And some days when I'm doing some really creative work, one of the things that I need is I need to be able to talk out loud to people at different times. And I'll call people like my brother or my mother or different friends, and they know what I'm doing. It's like I might be reaching out to you. So I set up those resources that are available to me. Like when I get an idea, I want to call somebody up and talk out loud about it again. What's the question today is what gets in the way of activation? And that is the thinking through and the self-awareness of what one needs in order to execute whatever it is, is of, of importance. And so the idea is I'm actually thinking through and designing that environment. Um, I'll, I also have the self-awareness and these are stories for me to activate every year. Um, I do a presentation at the international conference on ADHD and, and, and this, is, this is my process, how it works, that the stuff will come out. I will uh, kind of daydream for a couple of weeks about a topic that I want to do. Then I actually have to do the RFP. I don't write very well. So what I'll do is I dictate a stream of consciousness about what it's all about. And so I'm just trying to get the gist of it all out, and I email it to Wendy, and Wendy reads it. And then Wendy's supposed to call me and she asked me questions and I talked through about what we're doing um, because I know that number one, I need to get the ideas outside of my head. If I'm going to sit down and try to do this, number one, I'm horrible at writing. So I have the self-awareness to do that. So I got to get the ideas out. I need to give her, need her to tell me what her interpretation of what I said is so I can adjust it. Then she writes a draft and she sends it to me, which is always wrong. Then we get back on the phone, and I explain to her what it is, and usually the second time around, it's, it's done. I submit that in. It either gets approved or not approved. Now, I haven't written the, the, the presentation. I haven't even done any of that. I'm just waiting for it to get approved. Then if it gets approved, I spend the rest of the summer on different people's podcasts and webinars trying to think through how I'm going to put that stuff together, and then I put it together at the end of the year. What I've just described to everybody is a very detailed process that I go through. And if you'll understand, I know myself well enough that I'm not going to sit down with a piece of paper and think that I'm going to write my way through that. Because if I am, my impairment is so great that it's not going to happen. I'm going to go do something else. So it's the self-awareness and the planning around my cognitive process that enables me to activate every year. What I've just described is what people with ADHD skip. They just say, I'm going to do it on Friday. They sit down. They haven't they're not aware of themselves. They're kind of in denial of their ADD. They want to just be able to try harder. And as hard as they do, they escape to YouTube or social media or video games or whatever. And so, again, it's the reiteration of that. I also know my process when it comes to presentations. <clears throat> I, I, I put up a couple slides. I 
print the slides. I lay down on the floor. I make some adjustments. I go to the computer. I make the adjustments. I print them. I get down on the floor, and I lay it out like a storyboard because I have to see it all. Again, the activation part is I'm, I'm thinking through my cognitive process and the easy way for me to do stuff in order for me to build a system or an environment that allows me to do that. Again, it's just another example. I'm meeting myself where I am. I'm trying to figure out a process that's my way. And again, to reiterate, most people with ADHD, they don't do that. They just sit down and think, I'm just going to do it. They've never really studied themselves. They've never really gone through that. that that's the problem is that if you don't just do some of that groundwork ahead of time, then you go ahead and get to Friday. Yep. And that is your chosen time to do said project. Yep. And you just wind the clock down. <laughs> yep. yep. And I've, I've often said there are days and we've all experienced this where you get to five o'clock and I couldn't tell you one thing I did. And, you know, part of that is maybe you just didn't get a good night's sleep or you just weren't in the mood. But the other part of it is you didn't have a plan. Okay, we're going to pause and cut to a break. Tonight, our secret word is activation. Again, our secret word is activation. Again, special thanks to David Greenwood and Overcoming Distractions, the podcast. And you can find that at overcomingdistractions.com. Check out his website. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Yeah, the other, little, other little subtleties are insights and understand what's really going on. I can't tell you... David, how many people come to me and they want, they want coaching because they want to do a budget. They want to manage the money. And there's a belief system that if they do the budget, then they're going to manage their money. And most people don't realize a budget is just a tool to understand money because you manage money at the cash register. Mm. You don't manage it on a budget. And understand that there's a process that you go through to come up with a budget in order to make decisions, hard decisions sometimes, in order to get there. Most people with ADHD, they don't think through all of that stuff. They just jump to a conclusion. If I do a budget, then I will be able to manage money. Again, they haven't really thought through what all is involved and what they really, really have to do. They just kind of go through the motions. And so a lot of times with coaches, what we do is we really kind of help them think through the details of what they needed in order to get that done. <clears throat> Cause I've had people that we've managed, we've done, we've managed money before without doing budgets. Mm. But again, the, the core issue is I want to get from a to B, like I want to be able to save money. I'm going to put together their budget, but part of this is really, well, what's really involved. It's not just the budget, but it's actually making the decisions and all that stuff. And again, it's this invisible stuff that, that do, and you know, society makes it very difficult for everybody. 
because everybody just focuses on an outcome. You know, I need to write a blog. That's the outcome. Well, how do you write a blog? Like I've coached people before where their working memory is so difficult, they struggle with writing. There's one gentleman I was talking to is how does he activate? Well, he can, he can say things really, really good. I said, well, just tell you what, turn on a camera and I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I said, what's the ROI of getting a, you know, a, a, a resume writer? He did, great. We had it transcribed. And I said, okay, wow, that was actually pretty good. Like, that's like 90%. Okay, understand that activating is understanding his brain and, underst- and brainstorming, if you will, what tools will work. And this is a situation where he had been trying, he wanted to write a blog for a long time, but he wasn't actually doing it. He made plans to write the blog, but he didn't know the easiest way for him to write a blog. Yeah. What I did is help him understand the easiest way for him to get the concepts out. Then he could make the plan and do it. Go back to the metaphor. Like if I, I got him out to run, I helped him learn how he could get his thoughts out in order to set a regular schedule to get it done. And sometimes people with ADHD, the way you do it, it's completely different from everybody else. And that's, now, well, see, that, Dr. that's, Rus- that's Dr. what I wanted to, to say is that, you know, that goes back to that self-awareness piece is, yep. you know, I'm, you know, I'm on my second book. I've, and I, I write all kinds of things, you know, for a living, but there are times where, the, the the fingers just don't match up to the keys on the keyboard. I'm not a great writer. I mean, hell, I went to welding school, okay? So, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, you know, manually speaking, you know, um, not a great writer. Um, but you bring up a good point is that somebody's brain may be turned on to the fact that they can dictate things and the words flow. But if you shut that microphone off again and try and type, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't come yep. from the brain. But, so I think you bring up a good point is that but you've really got to analyze, you know, your, your, your kind of skill set there in that particular yep. plan of, of, of action. So, so that, that goes back to, I mean, I, I can't emphasize, I've learned so much in the last two years. People look at ADHD and they judge it as a focus issue, and it is. But I have to tell you, it's mostly a thinking impairment. Go back to the calculate three to the power five. Oh, shit. When thinking is difficult, people with ADHD escape. And one of the things that I'd like to highlight is, you know, when, David, I, I, I adore coming on these things with you. You're such a good person at asking questions. We play off really, really well. Almost every time we do this stuff, I'd go, I, I'm not editing this. It's, it's good to go because of the form that we get the ideas and the information out. And, and I've, I've actually been in presentations of people who's like, how do you present? And I said, well, yeah. I started interviewing people and realized it was so much easier for me to do that the way in an interview format. And when I'm literally with a PowerPoint presentation, it looks like a PowerPoint to you, but each graphic I have up there is a question to me as if I'm being interviewed and I respond to it that way. Mm, and that yeah. every, I can give the same presentation 15 times, it would be different 15 times because I tell stories along the way, but I've learned the way to get things out to activate for me is just to put myself in a position where I'm having conversation and I accept that. So I'm able to activate that way because I understand my brain. I understand how I work and I'm not trying to be something I'm not, I'm not trying to become a great writer. I'm just trying to understand a way in which it comes easy for me and I do it differently. And I want to throw this in here. Because I, I did a couple of interviews with Dr. Russell Barkley, 
And I went back and listened to him a couple of years later, and there's this thing that he said a couple of times that I, that I, 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 I swear to God, I, I, I heard him, but I didn't pick up on him. But he said, you know, he said, Jeff, you know, you, you and I, well, there's a lot of people who know a lot about ADHD, but, you know, your job and my job is to get them to own it. And that's a big issue with people with ADHD because I've gone through a bunch of examples here today where I was owning myself, right? So I, I'm not going to play the guitar the way you're supposed to do it. I, I play scales now after 35 years, and I'm playing in a band, but it's different now because I can attach something to it. If I'm going to do Pretty Woman, I've got to be able to do that riff at the beginning, and that's a scale type <laughs> thing. And, so, and there's, there's, there's that along with it. You know, I talked about how I write RPs. It's very paper intensive process you know I've, I've talked about you know discussing stuff with other people i mean i'm a published author even though i can't write because i do it unconventionally and so the the theme of today is activation and it's you got to stop you got to have the self-awareness you got to understand how you do it you've got to own your adhd and you've got to do that and thinking through all that stuff people don't do is like can you just give me that app that's going to do it for me and I, I, one of my favorite quotes, I've actually got a cartoon. Are you, dry, are you drowning in a sea of strategies? Mm-hmm. And most people with ADHD will say yes, because they're relying on the strategy. They're, they don't know themselves. And they're not acknowledging what they need or they're resistant. And so, again, I go back to that's a fundamental issue. And a lot of people with ADHD, the ones that, that excel are the ones that own it and do it in these wacky ways like I've done. You know what I'm saying? And, and as opposed to just trying harder. And again, I go back to the working memory part because <clears throat> Dr. Dr. Thomas Brown had a quote saying, as the need for independent work increases, ADHD productivity decreases. As the need for independent work increases, that's the increase for people to need to think inside their head. Mm-hmm. Thinking inside your head is an impairment. People with ADHD, whenever they've got something they need to activate on, they typically revert to thinking inside their head. That's calculating three to the power of five, and they emotionally just escape to something else. And so I go back to, to that. It's one of my favorite things that I talk about, and we did this on the working memory conversation, is um, <clears throat> that that. I say that a lot of procrastination is rooted in ambiguity, okay? And people go, okay, okay, Jeff, I'll give that to you. But, you know, they say if you chunk it down, then that will help you with ambiguity. And I go, well, yeah, but it doesn't work. And they go, Jeff, you're conflicting yourself. This doesn't make any sense. If chunking it down can help with ambiguity, and you say ambiguity is the root of most procrastination, what gives? I go, yeah, the problem with it is is everybody goes home and they're trying to chunk it down inside their head. That's an impairment, and it doesn't work. It's when you chunk it down outside of your head and you're doing it with somebody, then it does work. But I think that is also, um, as you say, but let's go back to self-awareness, but there's also we need to deal with that emotional piece. And I know, and I'll, I'll use my own personal experience as an entrepreneur, somebody works for, you know, himself is that, you know, I deal with clients and I do a certain amount of work for them. And sometimes we meet and we say, we're going to do this project or blah, 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 blah. 
there are times when there is not enough clarity. There's uncertainty of to exactly what the client wants. And the ADHD brain then hits a brick wall. And I don't know if it's fear or you're scared to pick up the phone and get that clarity or so there's a problem there too, which, which then leads to procrastination and, and not activating your plan. <laughs> so, so this is what I love about Dr. Barclay's model. The model explains itself in, in loops, right? And so I want to be mindful here because I'm going to, I'm going to try to touch the base on this a little bit, but I just, it, it, anyway. So as I describe to people, when you think of an emotion or a feeling, it's a reflexive response to a stimulus. Okay. And if you feel threatened with your life, you go to fight, flight, or freeze, mm-hmm. right? You get very defensive. Self-awareness, to be self-aware means you have to confront yourself. You have to call yourself off. That's scary, right? Most people with ADHD don't have much self-awareness because they fight it. They reflexively, they don't, emotionally, don't, they don't really want to do it. That's why they go, yeah, 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 that works, but I got to go back and do what I did. Now, understanding that they don't have the self-awareness because it's an emotional issue because they don't want to acknowledge who they are creates a, a real problem. So when you go out into the real world, that's why I talk to people about you've got to focus on clarity, 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 because if you're working with a client and you don't have the clarity, how are you going to do it if you don't really know what to do? That's, that ignites a fight, fight, or freeze response, and you go into panic mode and you don't get anything done, and you go round and round and round circles, and you get lots of anxiety, but the root cause is, is you don't have the clarity. But they don't want to go get the clarity for emotional reasons. Which only makes things worse. Worse. Yes, because and, you know, now you either have your boss or your client yelling at you yes. when, when you could have done, and again, I'm guilty as hell. Okay, I've done this over the years. I'm just like, yep. Oh, I just I don't have the energy to call this guy, you know, but it, it's just, but, but you, but you didn't get the clarity. You've just made, you've just thrown gas in the fire. Exactly. But here's what happens. That happens over and over and over because you're not self-aware of it. And after a while you start to shame yourself and blame yourself and you can't treat ADHD through the lens of shame and blame. That's why I go back to, it's all about root cause analysis, right? And that's why I harp on it's clarity, clarity, clarity. I was, I was coaching this woman in Dubai who's a freelancer and we were talking about clarity and talking out loud, and she took a job. And I go, well, didn't you negotiate into the, the contract that you had to meet with these people regularly? She said, what? I go, yeah. If, 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 if you should have said, hey, I have to have a daily meeting with your people for one hour, or part of this, or I'm not doing the deal. If she did that, she baked in the opportunity to talk out loud to get that clarity on a regular basis. Didn't have the foresight to do that because had she done that, she would have had those opportunities. We didn't have to ask for that stuff to gain the clarity, but instead she didn't do it. Then another job came up that she did. It was like night and day. So it requires that awareness and that you need to gain the clarity. And if you don't have the clarity, keep getting that because if you don't, you're going to paint yourself into a corner where then is all you have is an emotional result. And then there's a panic and you get into the stage and you're not going to activate. You're going to go get on YouTube and all that other stuff. But I, I've used this I, example. I've used this example before years and years ago. I, I wrote for a, thank God it was a weekly newspaper. Okay. And it covered five, six, seven towns in the area, but I covered uh, school committees and different things. So I was, 
assigned to cover a certain uh, community's school committee. And, you know, you don't get paid a lot as a freelance writer. So I'm in my early 30s and um, cover the school committee. You've got to you've got to find what's going on in the school committee and then write about it. And then but you're, you're there for a couple hours. So you're like, I want to get the hell out of here. And sometimes you needed to follow up. Now, I needed to follow up with the superintendent of schools for this town. And I figured, you know what, I'll just call her later. But she would never call me back. So now I'm getting on deadline. I have to deliver an article about the school committee meeting to the editor. The superintendent has not called me back. And like you say, now I'm in panic mode. Yes. <laughs> yes. So where do I go from here unless this person calls me back? And, yeah. and I could have just done it right there. I could have cornered her. I could have been out of there in five minutes. Yeah. But this is why this is such a good conversation, because if everybody's listening to this, the, the activation part is it's so complicated. As, there's a great, great quote. It's as simple as it is complicated to understand. Once you understand the requirements to activate and you have the self-awareness of it and you're self-aware of yourself, it's easier to make that activate. But if you're oblivious to it, it's, you're, you're throwing spaghetti against the wall. You're really, really, literally just getting lucky. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's funny when you're conscious years ago, and I coach people all the time, if you're ever, ever in a sales situation, an interview is a sales situation or whatever, you never leave the call without a reason to call. Right. If it's you, you, there's something that they want or how long do you think this is going to be? Is it OK if I follow up in 10 days or two weeks? Because if you don't have that reason to call, you won't call because you don't know what to say. But if you're leaving it, you always leave with a reason to come back so that you're coming back. And, and, and if you do, if you think about it, really quick, I said that I was going to do it and I'm going to do it. So it d demonstrates that you're prompt and can follow up on stuff, but you're really doing this thing. Just you want to have a reason to call back because if you don't, you won't call back because you don't have the clarity because you don't really know what you're going to say. So yeah. some just of this checking requires, in. <laughs> yeah, this requires, this requires people to stop and think. And again, thinking inside your head is an impairment for people with ADHD and they just, they skip it. They just assume if they schedule the time, they're going to sit down and make it happen. And it's, it's just not that simple. Yeah. So I really hope that you uh, enjoyed uh, this special edition of Attention Talk Radio. And a special thanks to David Greenwood. Uh, Overcoming Distractions podcast. Go check it out at Overcoming Distractions uh, Dot com. With that, uh, again, our secret word tonight is activation. And uh, hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Catch us next week. Take care.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.